A Chicago Walgreens store is accused of being racist for fighting back against crime. A new COVID lawsuit targets the Biden administration. Plus, woke corporations are starting to feel the heat. All that and more. I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour. God bless the United States of America. Okay, friends, welcome to the show. Happy Monday. I hope you had a great weekend. If you're new to the show, thank you so much for tuning in. We're going to start with Walgreens and the company's latest attempt to crack down on crime, particularly shoplifting, which in many left-wing cities has become something of a constitutional right or entitlement. You are entitled to just take whatever you want, don't pay for it, and nothing will happen. We've seen reports of store employees getting reprimanded or fired for confronting shoplifters. Apparently, businesses are no longer in the business of providing goods in exchange for payment. They are just supposed to let people take stuff. And criminal penalties have been reduced in many of these leftist enclaves, which of course encourages more crime. It's just amazing that these leftists promote these policies thinking that crime will actually go down. But here's the deal. The leftists who really know what's going on know that high crime is a predictable result, and that's what they want. The left has to destroy the system, upset the order, in order to have the revolution they are looking for. And if you fight back and try to promote safety or protect your business from theft, the left will actually attack you. One Walgreens store in Chicago is feeling that fallout because of a new store layout designed to stop the stealing. This new store has only two rows of touchable items. Some basic necessities, such as snacks and refrigerated items, are in those rows. All the rest of the store items are unavailable for direct grabbing or stealing and must be requested through a kiosk. You basically place your order for the items you want. Here's a report from Fox News. Shopping under lock and key may be the new reality as thieves get away with stealing goods over and over again from stores like CVS and Walgreens. The latter chain debuting a new anti-theft store this week where almost everything is locked up. This is amazing. Customers are only allowed to shop for themselves in two of the aisles. The rest of the store locked up. Kiosks. The chain says this new experience is all about technology. Nearly everything in the store is locked down. But what's interesting is the Walgreens PR team is in full spin mode because they just can't bring themselves to say that this new store is all about stopping crime and controlling it. Instead, it's being spun this way. Walgreens is testing a new experience at this store with new concepts, technologies, and practices to enhance the experiences of our customers and team members. It will continue to offer retail, retail products and pharmacy services just with a new look <laughs> and feel that focuses on shopping digitally for convenience. What a crack up. Do they really think this technology will make things more convenient and exciting for their customers? Of course not. This is about trying to stop crime, plain and simple. One guest on the Fox News segment has a much more realistic pitch to give to customers. Yeah, I guess you don't want to say our stores are a hellhole where nobody can feel safe <laughs> and where thieves are running rampant, so you have to go with something else. But it is a little bit insulting to say that all of these things, which are clearly being done because of the rampant crime that's hitting downtowns in major cities across America, is something to be happy about. I mean, it is a decreased quality of experience for the shopper. That's what happens when you have a breakdown of law and order in our society. I love it. Our stores are a hellhole. Welcome. Please come on in. But here's the real kicker. 
This new store layout is actually being criticized by some for being racist. That's right. If you try to stop crime in high crime areas, you must be a racist. One resident told a Chicago news outlet that he was repulsed by what he saw, saying there's crime everywhere, but since this store is changing its layout, it must be racial profiling. The resident asked, why don't you just trust your customers? Are you kidding me? Other Twitter users claim that the store design was racist as well. But here's the thing. The people are being inconvenienced are the people who just want to go to the store and buy stuff. But rather than crack down on crime and promote some law and order in a safe society, corporate America will do things like this. In LA, a Starbucks removed all the chairs and tables from its location because of safety concerns. You can't go there anymore and have coffee while meeting friends or getting work done. It's to go only. But the location still has free Wi-Fi. It's just so dumb. But once again, the alternative is to actually make the area safe. And that's something leftists just refuse to do. All right, next let's talk about a new COVID lawsuit. But first, if you're new to the show or haven't subscribed yet, regardless of platform, just search on my name, hit that subscribe button, make sure notifications are turned on. That way you can follow the show and help us grow. Okay, next let's talk about a new COVID lawsuit that I hope is just one of many to be levied against the Biden administration, the vaccine producers, and any corporation, school, or other business that mandated an experimental vaccine. Keep in mind that all the things that the CDC and government officials said the vaccine would do, namely stop you from getting COVID and stop you from spreading COVID, were 100% false. They knew these claims were false. And yet, those claims formed the rationale for vaccine mandates. People were shamed, shunned, threatened, and fired for refusing to take the vaccine. Again, a vaccine that did not stop you from getting COVID or spreading COVID. A vaccine with no long-term data at all, and yet people were forced to take it. So yes, I'm hoping for a flood of lawsuits. And here's the latest. The family of George Watts Jr. is suing the Biden administration and uh, over the vaccine mandates, which led to Watts's death. Watts was forced to be fully vaccinated in order to attend classes at Corning Community College. Following his two rounds of vaccine, Watts suffered COVID-19 vaccine-related myocarditis and died. In the lawsuit, the family is accusing the Department of Defense of willful misconduct. The family claims that the Pentagon caused accelerated production and then pushed out hundreds of millions of vaccines for hundreds of millions of Americans while engaging in a deliberate and calculated mass deception campaign specifically designed to obfuscate the fact that Operation Warp Speed's vaccines weren't licensed as safe and effective and were merely experimental and legally could only be characterized as maybe effective but could not be pronounced safe. In other words, the Watts family is claiming the Pentagon pushed an experimental drug as safe and effective when full FDA approval had not even been granted yet. Now, this is a great approach because as you know, the drug companies can't actually be sued over their COVID-19 vaccines. So this suit goes after the organization that claimed the vaccine was safe and effective. I hope this works. And as I mentioned earlier, I hope many more lawsuits will follow. If you are going to put a vaccine mandate in place, you have to face the consequences. The vaccine did not do what officials said it would do. And just as a side note, a peer-reviewed study by the Cleveland Clinic shows that more doses of the vaccine a person receives, the greater the chances of becoming, of actually getting COVID. That's right, with each dose, 
a person's immune system becomes weaker and weaker and weaker. So what is the point of the vaccine? In any case, good luck to the Watts family, and I just hope those college endowments are nice and full, because next I would be going after every college and university that mandated vaccinations. You issue the mandate, you pay the price. All right, next says, woke reached the tipping point. Has the left gone too far with its trans agenda and other in-your-face radical issues? I think the answer is yes. Americans have had enough, and now they are letting corporations know about it. I've never seen anything like this before. It's one thing to boycott a company or a product for a few days, but the sustained efforts by millions of Americans have sent shockwaves through Anheuser-Busch, Target, Disney, and more. People aren't buying what the left is selling. Here's actor-producer Dean Kane during a recent appearance on Newsmax. I think Bud Light, to use a Las Vegas expression, is 86. They're gone. I just don't think that they're going to make a comeback in that sense. They absolutely murdered their brand with the things that they did. Um, it's, you know, a lot of these woke corporations are going for this ESG thing. Um, and so they're looking for these these ESG rankings as opposed to having a fiduciary responsibility to the, the their stockholders and to their clients. Great comments. And Dean is right. These woke corporations are so focused on their ESG ratings, which stands for environmental, social, and governance, that they forget they exist to make a product or provide a service. And if people don't want that product or service because you're shoving radical wokeness down their throats, the company will lose business. Yet they always seem shocked when people rebel against the left-wing agenda. Here's more. Budweiser has always been known for its Clydesdales and, and red, white, and blue and um, cowboys, and that makes sense. Um, so when you get guys out in Colorado drinking beer um, and, 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 and being patriotic and they see something that they, doesn't represent their values, they want out, and that includes Target, that includes, that includes any brand that there is. Um, so I, I think that these, these companies have decided to go try to embrace this ESG ridiculousness, and, and they're, they, they're pushing that instead of their fiduciary responsibility to their, their, uh, um, their board, their stockholders, and their, and their clients. And here's the thing. Just as the American people are pushing back, it seems like the left is doubling down. We are now into Pride Month, which really magnifies the left's effort to force acceptance, not tolerance, and celebration of behaviors that are just not right. When you see men parading around as women and claiming to be women, that is not normal. When you see drag queens gyrating in front of children, that is not normal. When you see major league sports teams promote anti-Catholic groups and force players to wear pride jerseys, that is wrong. Let's keep up the pressure, folks, because this is not about tolerance. The left doesn't care about tolerance. They want to replace normal with their own agenda. And those who resist are attacked. If we continue to stand strong together, we can turn things around. But we have to keep up the fight and keep the pressure on these woke companies. And finally, let's talk about Joe Biden and the Biden economy, because Americans are struggling and Biden's approval ratings show that he is the one to blame. Democrats can spin things however they want, but the American people blame Biden. Here's a look at the current economic situation. In a recent Gallup poll, 55% of people believe their financial situation is only fair or poor. Half say it's worsening. Fewer Americans, less than two in three, have $400 squirreled away for an emergency. Those are just terrible results. And the economic numbers that just came out for May 
paint a bad picture. Everything is being affected, including home buying. For house hunters, that struggle hits home. Loan applications down roughly 30% from a year ago. Why? Rising interest rates, now just under 7%, tightening credit, and cities like Orlando have a startling lack of inventory. One-third the sellers this market needs. The economic environment we are in now is not good, and leftist policies are keeping us from achieving what America can achieve. And while this is going on, Biden, in an Oval Office address on the bogus debt ceiling bill, said this. We're going to do even more to reduce the deficit. We need to control spending if we're going to do that. But we also have to raise revenue. Yep, as Americans struggle, Biden wants to raise your taxes. It's insane. And yet when 2024 comes around, how many people will just blindly vote for this guy even after seeing the terrible job he's done? Friends, that's our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Remember, today's show's one sheet is available to Patreon supporters using the link in the description. The one sheet gives you the links to all the videos and stories used on today's show so you can dive even deeper into each issue. And with that, our next show will be Wednesday evening at the usual time. Until then, I'm Bobby Everly. This is a 13-minute news hour.